0: We roll on to the Monday edition of Bickley and Murata Mornings live from the Octane Community Studios. We continue to talk football, NFL free agency into its second week, getting closer and closer to the uh, NFL draft. Here to talk Cardinals and NFL uh, offseason with us, our NFL analyst, Lorenzo Alexander joins us here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Zo, good morning to you.
1: Hey, what's going on, fellas? How you doing this morning?
0: We're doing good. We've spent some time, and I know the other shows on the station, and a lot of fans are asking similar questions <laughs> about uh, the Cardinals' approach to free agency. It's been very tepid, to say the say the least. Right. What do you make of this strategy? I, I know bringing back your own free agents is key, but they've lost some guys, and you could make the argument, Zoe, that they have not upgraded any single position on their roster
1: and I think you guys kind of hit the nail on the head with, uh, you know, all the other things that are kind of going on from a relational standpoint. When you look at Kyler Murray in the front office and the drama that's been created in that aspect, I think when you think about big-name guys, they want to go to a place that they obviously going to get paid but then also have an opportunity to win. And so when you got those top-tier guys that have multiple options, they don't necessarily want to walk into a space to where you're – the QB position is is uncertain, and then on top of that, you throw you know the relational aspect of how it's been played out publicly into it. You know the game of football is hard enough to win as it is. Just when everything is is above board and is and is you know a one um, for you now to have extra drama, and then what does that look like? Even if Kyler's here this year, if he wants to get a trade, does he is he there not there next year? And then you know. If he's not there, you're not going to have an opportunity to win a championship. And so I think that has a lot to do with when you think some of the top-tier names. Now, there's other guys. I was one of those guys once upon a time, and I think you can find value there where guys won't have as many options, especially as um, these things continue to play out as far as free agency, and there's still a lot of great names, good football players there. And they just have to do their due diligence and 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 try to evaluate those guys where they can bring them in, and and they could be difference makers and help this team you know be competitive next year. And uh, you know, so I think like a guy for me, and I'm and I'm not looking at the uh, list or anything right now, but I know like my boy Jerry Hughes is still out there, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, um, great pass rusher can play yeah. the run, uh, great leader, veteran, and can upgrade. Your your defensive line room and, and bring value there. Now is he going to go out there and get you 15 sacks? No, but he's going to be impactful. He's going to be able to help you win games, and ultimately that's what you want to do. And he'll be able to train up whoever else is in that room as far as whoever's the next. I also like you know some of the guys they bring back. You know I heard, you know you made a comment that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. You know uh, special teams spare part guys. You know and that's how I started. But if you can identify those guys on your roster that you can continue to develop. And that's what the great teams do, develop those spare part guys, special teams guys into starters to where they can now be productive and, and actually help you on offensive defense. That's where the great organizations yeah. are able to do because you take care of your own guys and build from within.
2: I, I think we were speaking of Ezekiel Turner only in, in, yeah. in the standpoint of how the fan base reacted to that because for whatever yeah. reason, they're right. all waiting for bold, broad strokes, right? Yeah, and I guess
1: right. And I guess my point is, is that – Nobody wins the Super Bowl in the offseason. I know we all love that. It's exciting. <laughs> we want to be a part of the news, mm-hmm. right? And, and right. Steve connor has been a part of that. Made some big splash things that have worked out really well. Man, we're going to be good. But that hasn't won uh, the Cardinals anything. And so you, sometimes you can't you can't participate in those things every single year, right, uh, because we do have a salary cap. And at some point you have to be more strategic in finding quantity, solid veterans that, yeah, on paper, like a James Conner from last year, if you can find – two of those guys this year maybe on defense that can come in and help you. I mean that, that, that helps this football team maybe get over the hump and now you now you're able to you know have a strong push into the second half of the season instead of fading
2: you know it it was uh, to me it was very smart for the cardinals to uh, to not give patrick peterson another contract given his age and declining performance and i think you could make maybe make the same argument for chandler jones whom they decided not to pay last year and he asked for a trade and then it ended up playing out the entire season but if you were a guy on the outside y- you know how players talk they do those kind of situations and the fact that you know tyron matthew got sideways with the organization, organization, Would that help create a negative narrative that the Cardinals have to overcome going forward?
1: Uh, it, it can. I mean, guys do talk. You know, if I'm going to sign with a team, and I one of my homeboys that I played with, you know, whether it's on the Chiefs or we went to college together, I just know you from being around the league, hey man. And but but again, it comes down to options. You know, if I got three or four options, I, oh, I really like Arizona, like the weather, want to go out there. Hey, 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 uh, Ty. You know, what do you think about it? And he gives you his opinion, and it's not one that's one that I, I said, well, maybe, I, maybe I, I'm going to go sign with this other team. The money's the same, I'm going to go with the other team. But if the money's different, significantly, it, do, it doesn't matter. Or if that's my only option, obviously it doesn't matter because I still want to sign a contract. So it does play a part. It just all depends on the guy's situation and his options and where he is at it, it, in his career.
0: Lorenzo Alexander, our guest here on the 72 Sold Sports Line. Going back to you know, what Bick what and I had talked about and what you brought up earlier about the relational part of all of this. How much at this point Zo are you expecting this Kyler Murray contract situation his desire for a new contract to be a distraction as we get closer to the beginning of mini camps and OTAs and training camp?
1: It's going to be a distraction until something gets done either he gets moved or you know uh, he signs that new deal. Um, it's it's evident. I mean you don't you don't come out with such a strong stance this early just to go quiet in the night, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, whether it's OTAs, he comes and just does their minimum, maybe doesn't show up for any of the voluntary things, only comes from any camp. Um, You know, there's different ways he can can continue to to show that, hey, unless you give him my my contract, I'm I'm only going to do what I have to do. Um, So it's either you move him or you end up paying him. Um, I guess you could play him, too, you know, under that contract. Um, And then it's, it comes down to is his heart in it. And if your heart and your mind and your soul is not in this game, it's hard to go out there and play at a high level. Um, and he's a quarterback. And so somebody's still going to want to pay him, um, even if he has maybe a subpar year because of all of the, the crazy stuff that goes around him, right? Because there's only 32 jobs, and he's still going to be one of the yeah. elite guys when he's playing at a high level and he's invested in the team. So even if he has a down year, somebody else will still want it because of, his natural ability and talent that he has.
2: When you take a look um, at, at, at some of the other things that have gone on in football recently, the Deshaun Watson news obviously uh, rocked the NFL on Friday. Are you surprised yeah. that, that not only did he, did he get traded to Cleveland, but that he got all that money guaranteed? What are your thoughts on how that story is playing out?
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast of the NFL, right? Uh, you know, uh, when you uber talented like that, The NFL is is willing to look past a lot of things, a lot of character things. And, you know, you want to see guys get paid, right? But, you know, for a guy that – or guys that do it right and do everything and they look at a guy like that, it is kind of a bittersweet thing. You know, obviously from a legality standpoint, um, you know, he has been absolved from the the criminal charges, but there's still obviously the civil lawsuit that goes along with it and just all that stuff that dirties it up. It's just – you happy, but you're like, ah, uh, you know, him, and you're going to pay him like that the guarantee. So guys can see it from different ways, uh, but it just shows you from the NFL. If if you have great enough talent, they're willing to look past a lot of different things. And if you're not, you know, you, he would be out of the league. If he was an average player, you would never hear from him again, and he would have been moved on. So I'm not surprised because I've seen this play out with other guys uh, in lesser situations or similar situations where they, you know, they get – the, the fine or the suspension, and and then they're back in the league, you know, getting paid and playing at a high level.
0: No, I think you hit the nail on the head. though. I mean, you're not surprised because he is talented. We know this. He's, he's right. one of the top yeah. quarterbacks in the league. But on the flip side of that, are you surprised that there's after example after example of this happening? There's still so much surprise by fan bases. Um, you know, the the fans out there say, "How could this continue to happen?" When they've seen it happen hundreds of times before.
1: Right, yeah. I was listening uh, to Kimberly on NFL uh, this morning. She said, you know, my Angela quote, you know, if somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe, believe them. And I mean, <laughs> and so the NFL is going to continue to do it over and over and over. So uh, I think people have short memories or you kind of forget what happened last time. And, and it's almost like this new shock and awe every single time. But, you know, for myself, who's been around this game for a long time and have played, you know, when a lot some of these other things have occurred, like, okay, yeah, you know what's going to happen. All right, you know, okay, he's talented, so you know he's going to get a little slap on the wrist or whatever it may be from NFL standpoint and then be back. I mean, even how the Cleveland Browns uh, negotiate or structure this contract, I mean, it just yeah. shows you what they really care about. You know, if, if you got a guy that can help me win games and get to the promised land, we're willing to do almost anything uh, to save face. I um, mean, and that's just the, the NFL machine, and, you know, people continue to show up and, and, and yeah. watch it, so. Why would they ever change if you don't force them to change, based on uh, their actions that they've done, and you know, in whatever aspect it may be of the league?
0: Yeah. Well said, Zo. Uh, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us. We'll talk again soon.
1: All right, appreciate you guys. Thank you, Zo.